Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a Big Party Show. Huge turnout is expected tonight at Westside High School. The district is holding its first meeting after proposing major budget cuts. Right now, the district has a budget shortfall of $5.5 million for the next school year. Tonight, parents are going to have their chance to sound off about cuts to the arts programs. The district says its back is against the wall. Property tax revenue hasn't grown in almost six years, yet expenses continue to rise. Tonight's meeting about the cuts is scheduled for six inside the Westside High School Auditorium. And a separate curbside yard waste collection could be going away. Omaha World Herald is reporting that there is a new set of proposals to overhaul uh, the city of Omaha's waste pickup system. So what do they do? So it would be like grass and leaves would go to the landfill um, to produce electricity. They're saying we can get electricity out of the methane that comes from it, mm-hmm. you know, making the landfill a giant compost. Okay, a compost bin. And in exchange huh. for that, losing that service, we would get um, big 96-gallon carts for recycling, which is kind of like, I mean, it'd be better than those And they have a lid on them, now. so yeah. your recycling doesn't blow all over the neighborhood like those stupid... Those little small green things. It yeah, would be nice. Pain in the ass. They started including glass as well. I think it's so strange that we toss glass. glass. Yes, like I think it's so odd that we don't recycle glass here. Maybe it's harder to. I don't know. Maybe it's I a mean, whole separate thing. I, I don't know. Just saying. I mean, yeah. it's glass. You know what I mean? It's like right up there with being like, no, 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 we don't do aluminum. You're like, I mean, it seems like a pretty big thing to be recycling. So in exchange for losing the yard waste, we'll get these 96-gallon carts for recycling that are covered and possibly a second large cart for trash collection, which is understandable because we'll have all the yard waste now that won't be picked up separately. Now, this is just a proposal. This isn't anything that's happening just yet. This is something that the mayor is going to be talking over with uh, with city leaders. And Omaha firefighters had to act fast to save two dogs from a burning home late last night. Crews pulled the dogs from a home in Millard. The woman who lives there told firefighters she went out and returned home to a fire in the kitchen. There's smoke damage throughout the home, but the two small animals did um, two small animals didn't make it out. Firefighters were able to control the fire in about ten Aww. minutes. Now, Costco has purchased the land for a new store here in town, out in La Vista, uh, off West Giles Road near I-80. Uh, construction is supposed to start this spring. Membership-based uh, retailer Costco bought the uh, 20.5 acre property just south of Cabela's. How great oh, wow. is that, man? That's so awesome. Nice. You got a Costco next to your Cabela's. No, so nice. Uh, the race for the White House picking up here in Nebraska. The Democratic Party announced their final delegate totals after Saturday's caucuses. Bernie Sanders won the caucuses. He earned 15 of the state's 25 delegates. Hillary Clinton takes 10 delegates. Party officials say nearly 35,000 Democrats caucused on Saturday. Republicans, they don't hold caucuses. They'll instead have their primary vote in uh, on May 10th. And presidential candidates Bernie Sanders and Marco Rubio notched up uh, wins on Sunday. 
uh, Sanders grabbed victories uh, over Hillary Clinton at in the main caucuses, uh, and then Marco Rubio picked up a win in Puerto Rico's Republican primary. It's only his second win this primary season. Rubio uh, won first, uh, came in first in Minnesota on Super Tuesday. And there's talk Mitt Romney isn't entirely ruling out a run for president, but he's not seeking his party's nomination. The Republican, who lost the 2012 race to President Obama, said it would take a brokered party convention where no GOP candidate goes in with a clear victory. That's something Romney told uh, NBC's Meet the Press he thinks would be very unlikely, but in that case, he's willing to step up. The former Massachusetts governor said he can't see any Republican turning down the nomination if the party asked. Romney made headlines last week when he came out against frontrunner Donald Trump and said that he would endorse any of the remaining Republican candidates except Why didn't just run? He's got a lot of moxie, right? It's like you lost yeah. before. Yeah. No. It's not like, all right, guys, I guess I'll put on my Superman cape. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I know. I mean, why didn't he just run then? Well, that's I mean, the thing. He had his chance. They yeah. kept asking him, are you going to run? And he like, said, no. Oh. Do you want me? I don't know. Do you want me to? Don't make me sing. Oh, don't, don't make me sing. No one's asking you to sing. Oh, don't make me sing. <laughs> well, and I feel like, I mean, how, how, I mean, talk about being in the catbird seat. How, how easy would it be to step in after all the, the heavy, you know, I mean, everybody else is going in with a black eye. You haven't had to spend a dime. You just walk into the convention and you're set, you know? Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if anybody's actually asking him to run. They're not asking him to sing. <laughs> exactly. But he's willing if you want him to, you know. Uh, former First Lady Nancy Reagan has passed away. She was 94 years old. She passed away in her home in Los Angeles, congestive heart failure. In addition to her more than 50-year marriage to Ronald Reagan, she is perhaps best known for her Just Say No campaign against drug abuse in the early 1980s. Nancy Reagan will be buried next to her late husband, former president Ronald Reagan, uh, out in the, the uh, Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley. And Flint, Michigan, is taking out a $25 million low-cost loan to start replacing the city's decaying lead water pipes. The mayor there uh, said yesterday that the Union Labor Life Insurance Company and the American Federation of Teachers will lend the city $25 million to start replacing the pipes Flint is waiting on state and federal governments to provide funds to upgrade the water infrastructure, which has been contaminated by lead for nearly two years. I'm curious how many Brita water systems are sold in Flint, <laughs> Michigan. Oh, geez. Tons. That should be the new Brita commercial. Yes. Helping Flint for two years. The uh, Denver Broncos, they are confirming that their star, Peyton Manning, is calling it quits. The team says that the two-time Super Bowl winner is going to announce his retirement at a news conference this afternoon. There was speculation that the future Hall of Fame quarterback would retire after helping the Broncos win Super Bowl 50 last month. Manning's going to turn 40 later this month and has played 18 NFL seasons, including the last four in Denver. So long, Lego neck. Yeah, he's the uh, an NFL's all-time passing leader. Oh, like yeah. The bulk I mean, of his career yeah. was the Indianapolis Colts. When he set the record this year, it was that bizarre game where he sets the record. They literally had to stop the game. Yeah, hand him the ball. Hand him the ball. And then he wound up throwing, what, like four, five interceptions. It turned out to be the worst game of his season. And then he was benched. Yes. And people were like, is that it? Is he? Are we ever going to see him play again? And then he came back in late in the season. And yeah, after Osweiler got him, 
Yes. The backup went in, so it was a it was a weird year for him. And how strange! Like he basically he played terrible all year. He did. Obviously, he, he turned did. it around at the end. Had a great defense and won the Super Bowl. Um, when they stopped that game to celebrate that that a, a, accomplishment, that, that was such a bad idea. You seen the look on his face? Like, come on! I yeah, just want to play the game. They yeah. had momentum. They had everything. They they can't do that. He's like, anymore. look, I'm old. I got to be back to the old folks' home at six p.m. Let's get moving. <laughs> Lego neck. Oh, jeez. So the LAPD, this is very interesting. It's like a flashback in a time machine to 1994. The LAPD is examining a knife that was allegedly found buried on O.J. Simpson's former property between 1998 and 2002. Uh, It's a bizarre new wrinkle in the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson. The LAPD confirmed on Friday that it is currently in possession of a knife. It was found buried at the Brentwood property that was owned by O.J. Simpson at the time of his wife's murder. A construction worker found the knife years ago and handed it off to an off-duty cop who happened to be working security on a movie shoot taking place across the street. Well, the cop never turned it in. He held on to it for years, and now he's retired, and he happened to mention to a co-worker that he wanted to frame the knife and display it in his home. So he wanted the case case number. He was like, give me that case number. I want to I wanna etch it on the knife. The guy's like, and dude. And have it on the wall. <laughs> I know. So they're testing this knife, obviously, yes. right? Yes. The LAPD higher-ups demanded that this guy turn it over. It's reportedly now being tested for fingerprints, other evidence. Um, OJ can't be retired, retried for the murder. It's yeah. double jeopardy. He's already been found innocent. So even if this, you know, knife could talk and say like, I'm the knife that was used and you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He will never, ever have to I face mean, jail time for those crimes. I think it's too, too good to be true. It's just crazy. It's like they basically raised the property. They tore down a house and people are saying there's all kinds of stuff you find in the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be a knife. And, and obviously, open up why knives? wasn't this cop back in 98 more intrigued to do right? something about it? It's the reason he wants to put that case number is he's trying to add legitimacy to it. Okay. He knows probably the best thing to do is to keep it where it's at now, which is perfect and nobody knows. He could put it on the wall. People could come over and he could always be like, that knife was found on the property. Who knows? Because they'll punch a hole in it once they run DNA unless yeah. anything comes back. That knife's coming off the wall. Well, yeah. it's never going to go on the wall. It's never going to go on the wall. <laughs> He's like, man, I bought that shadow box at Joann's and everything. I've been going on the YouTube and figuring out, now that I'm retired, all these home crafting projects. But wouldn't it be exciting for the FX network? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's what I thought. I mean, how nutty is that? I mean, here we are. Uh, uh, the timing is just surreal. I mean, after all of these years... FX is doing American Crime Story, and it's the People versus O.J. Simpson is their opening season, and it's, what, four episodes in? And now, just being, like, right on time, here comes this to make it relevant again. Very strange. The man credited with inventing email has passed away. What? Uh, yeah. Who's what? that? Ray Tomlinson. <laughs> Everyone's dying. Ray Tomlinson. He died of a heart attack Saturday. He was 74 years old. He sent the first ever email back in 1971. Wow, what did it say? Test. Um, Exactly. Watson, can you hear me? Uh, Well, he was working in Boston for a company that helped develop an early version of the Internet. He's also credited with elevating the at symbol designated a user from its host to iconic status. He said that the at was the only preposition on a keyboard, you know, so that he was kind of the guy that they said might have been responsible for for making the the at in all of your email addresses 
but it's just kind of nuts. Today is National Cereal Day. A lot of people don't need to be reminded. According to the National Cereal Day website, 49% of people in the U.S. start their day with one or two bowls of cereal. And that translates to 2.7 billion boxes of cereal sold each year. That's enough flakes to wrap the world around 13 times. But according to a new New York Times article, apparently it's a problem that the new generation uh, is not eating cereal. Almost 40% of millennials surveyed said cereal was an inconvenient breakfast choice because they didn't like having to clean up the bowl. That's gross, really. Yes. Rinsing the bowl and spoon and putting it away, putting away the cereal box is just more than half the millennials can bear. Are you kidding? Well, and then people always leave it in the sink, and then those little Cheerios or the the flakes stick. If you don't rinse it right away, they're stuck on there. Fused for a lifetime. Um, So maybe disposable bowls. Well, those boxes, you know, remember when we were a kid, we'd get so excited that you get the little sample boxes. Remember that? Yeah. Those can be bowls. Yeah, you just pour milk in there. You just pour milk in there. You split it open. I mean, it's meant to be like, have cereal, can carry. It's like a, walk- like a walking taco. Yeah. Where, isn't that where like... A waco? <laughs> you take the chili and you put it... In the, in in the, the Frito, Frito bag. Frito pie. Yeah. Yeah. Frito pie. Well, yeah, so taco. those are meant to be, those are like... The, they I are did meant not to be know that. I know, isn't that wild? Yeah, you you can just go ahead and boom, crack it open, and there you go. It's 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 a bowl, it's all in one. Man, throw in a plastic spoon, and you are disposable friendly. Now, are you positive you've done this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Camping trips and stuff like that, for sure. Um, and then they, they say millennials grew up in a world of convenience. They're more likely than other age groups to order delivered meals that a lot of times they're just like, eh, it's just a pain to even like pour milk. That's into what I'm a saying. We, we, are, <laughs> we have almost achieved the uh, generation of I don't want to use my legs. Like I <laughs> was told I wouldn't have to use my legs today. It's like <laughs> it's like the TV dinner is coming back, isn't uh-huh. it? Well, I mean, did it I ever mean, go away? Well, I don't know. I, I haven't had a TV dinner in a long time. I like to cook, though. So. Yeah, but microwave, like, people do that, like, yeah. lean cuisines and stuff like that. I mean, we don't necessarily think of those as, quote, unquote, TV dinners, but they but are. they are, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that it's uh, it's become a lot more of convenience. Can I, can I nuke it? Can I just throw it in the microwave, zap it, and then eat it and be done and throw it out and not have to think anything about it? So I, have, I wonder how accurate these statistics are. I, I, mean, I think it makes a sexy headline because they're saying, ooh, these people are lazy. But I, I bet you people are still eating cereal. cereal. It's the easiest thing in the world to make. And it's something that you eat as you could eat all three meals yep. in your youth. Yes. Yep. You get, like, excited. I mean, that was, like, the big thing when you're older and you're just, like, eating cereal for dinner and mom's not there to tell you, like, that's not a real meal, you know? And there's a question mark when to stop. Like, if you have a second bowl, you're like, is that bad to have a third? (laughs) I think so. They're so funny. Love you guys. Channel 94.1. Hello, who's this? This is Simone. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? Good. What you got for us? Uh, if it was not for takeout, the only variety that I would probably have in my diet is whether or like not I had Reese's Puffs for the day or Apple Jacks for the day. <laughs> oh, really? Man, <laughs> a- our really? Apple Jacks are awesome. <laughs> yes, they are. Milk turns green or kind of pinkish, I guess, maybe. How old are you, dear? I am 21, or I'm sorry, 22. Okay. Um. And I did grow up on cereals, like, during the summers. Like, the only thing I ate was cereal. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I can now, now, do you have trouble with that terrible task of having to rinse out the bowl? Oh, no. Um, I'm one of those people that as soon as I finish washing or, like, finish whatever I'm using, like, I wash it immediately. I barely even use my dishwasher. Right. Um, okay. Oh, my God. That's yeah. A- the story was that millennials aren't eating as much cereal anymore because they hate having to clean it. If you do it right, <laughs> you drink all the milk out of the bowl. There should be nothing left. Yeah. It should be clean like a dog licking the bowl. And then you rinse it out. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, but, like, at the same time, though, um, like, cereal doesn't fill me up anymore. Like, I could eat three of those and or, like, even finish a whole box and it's like, yeah, I could have some more. And so I think that's why I have, like, takeout all the time. Um, what, but, what are you like, getting, now I have, like, a... Huh? What are you getting takeout of? Uh, not Chinese food because you get the same thing. <laughs> Um, I'll get, like, pizza, or I'll even, uh, call in ahead at, like, Buffalo Wild Wings and, like, just take it home on my way. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> now, are you healthy? Do, do you consider yourself healthy? Like, are you in the shape you want to be? Oh, yeah, I am. Um, I mean, I work out every day. It's just, like, if I want to, if I want a home-cooked meal, I usually rely on my roommate to do that. She's got a bit more time in her day than she ha- than I do, because... Like, I'm a student, and I'm also a mom, so, like, there's just, like, a lot of variables that go with whether or not I have a home-cooked meal that day, and usually it's my roommate. She's got more time than I do, so she'll cook, and um, I'm, like, super grateful for her because, like, my son is a year old now, and I don't want to have takeout all the time to feed the both of us, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, you have a little one, too, Um, but but he's eating that, yeah, sure. Even without him, though, um, like, takeout is what I would have all the time because I go to school for 15 hours, like, 15 credit hours, and um, to pay for school is, like, really expensive, and I, like, even did a report on this in school, um, and I think it applies for how much, uh, like, a millennial will stand in front of a stove. It's just uh, millennials don't have time to date anymore, so they date at their work, their you know their office for convenience. I think everything is just for convenience. <laughs> well, I think also people you don't work, have time. To be yeah, I, Americans work a lot of hours. That's yes, they do. You know who has? That's where you spend the majority about, of your time. So if you're going to meet somebody at work, that's you know I so don't think that's a new thing. People always fall in love at work. Um, so you're saying that uh, if it. It, it's a, a convenience thing, of course. So any way you yeah. can get banking, whatever the case is, over your phone is what you're doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, it's not the end of the world. I mean, everyone likes takeout. I mean, I do. It's you just know. so crazy because I just think something. there's something so wonderful about a home-cooked meal. Like, there's something just so satisfying sometimes. Yeah. And I always think of, like, that story that you tell, Jeff, where your mom sent you the... You were um, living away from home and kind of not necessarily feeling homesick, but she just thought of you and she missed you and she sent you the spaghetti pot with the, the recipe. Spaghetti pot with the re- with the basic ingredients, obviously not the meat, but for spaghetti, that's like the big oh, yeah. home cooked meal that we love. So she sent the actual pot, the blue old school pot that you'd see on the stove, and basically mm-hmm. gave it to me with the recipe inside, walking me through it. And that's like the and I made spaghetti and it was awesome and it was like I learned. You can eat whatever you want if you make it. Yes. Oh, yeah. That must feel wonderful. <laughs> well, well, you're only 22. I, like, I didn't, that, I was like 27 at the time. I mean, 
eventually, someday you'll get sick of waiting around for other people to make your food, and you just make it for yourself. And that's the best part. Oh, yeah. But it is hard to cook well, for yourself because eventually you, you have leftovers. When I yeah. get out of school, you know. Yeah. Because right now, I go to school. I live in Lincoln. Um, and whenever I go home, which is usually on a weekend that I'm not working, um, like, I expect my mom <laughs> to cook for me. <laughs> that's so funny. And Mom's always... Does. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, dear, thanks for calling. We appreciate your call. You're welcome. Okay, have a good day. Take care. You too. Thank you. You bet. Yeah, cooking alone is very hard. I'm, Molly, you've been married for a while, but geez, cooking for one person is so difficult. The food you waste. Well, that's what I'm saying. You guys well, were giving me grief last week when I was telling you about clearing out the freezer. Uh huh. You take your leftovers and you don't want them to sit forever, so they want to go in there. So you basically have like the majority of your fridge and freezer is just storing recycled yeah. or food that you're going to, you know, and you, and you never do. You never get to it. All right, you wind well, up wasting it. Yeah. No, I know. And that's the, that's the thing that kills you is like you work so hard. It was such a good meal. And you're like, everybody needs to eat this. I don't want to throw this out. That's always my thing. Peter's like, there's only so much I can eat. And see, that's with the family. I mean, think about Jeff and I. I mean, just I know. single. Uh, cooking for yourself all those years. All right, Celebrity News, Molly, what's going down? So Dancing with the Stars is going to be entering its 22nd season later this month. And uh, word is that Donald Trump's ex-wife, Marla Maples, is going to be one of the possible dancing contestants. Fox News contributor Geraldo Rivera. Those are the two latest names that have reportedly joined the cast of Dancing with the Stars. Now, I don't know if Geraldo Rivera's mustache has to compete separately. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Does he still have that thing? I guess he's known for it, isn't he? <laughs> that would be fantastic. He was like, and uh, let's give a score to the mustache. How did the mustache do this week? He's actually, Geraldo's funny because we saw him when he was on Celebrity Apprentice. Mm -hmm. And you see he's a really aggressive guy. Oh, yeah. And you can get under his skin really mm -hmm. quickly. He's like a Fox News contributor, and he's always fighting. Yeah, he gets fired up. So it's, this is Trump's second ex-wife. After Ivanka Trump, uh, she's scheduled to compete on the 22nd season of Dancing with the Stars when it premieres later this month. Uh, they also said that the official cast announcement is going to take place tomorrow morning on Good Morning America. That's when we'll get the solid list and find out. But other names that have been leaked, Fuller House star Jody Sweeten, uh, Super Bowl MVP Vaughn Miller, uh, Good Morning America weather anchor Ginger Z. They've already been uh, officially announced as cast members, so it could be an interesting season. Of Kim nobody's almost. Yes. yes. Kim Kardashian is uh, not hiding anything. She's bearing it all in her latest attention-getting Instagram pic. Now, this is why Kanye's mad. Who takes a photo nude, frontal, and posts it on Instagram? Pay attention to me. She does. Pay attention to she's me. She's trying to prove that, what, after having a baby that she's uh, yes. fit, fit or something? What the hell is going on? She, uh, you know, had a, a baby a couple months ago. Um, and so it's a picture of her posed completely naked in a bathroom mirror. It's got, like, sensor bars over her lady bits. Uh, but the caption is, when you're like, I have nothing to wear, LOL. Um, so, uh, she's self-censored with black bars over her, you know, ladies. She's parts. trying to break the internet. Mm-hmm. Again. 
Uh, so, Kim Kardashian, we have a link to it on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris spent the weekend celebrating a one-year anniversary as a couple. Oh. Taylor, she took to Instagram, totally clothed, on Sunday to share a picture of a gold locket given to her by boyfriend Calvin Harris. And it's engraved with the date that they started dating, uh, 3-6-2015. She wrote one year down. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Calvin Harris shared a video on Snapchat that shows a chocolate cake frosted with one year and two red hearts. One so. whole year. Mm-hmm. So, Taylor, it seems very, very happy. Uh, that is Melissa McCarthy finally joined the Gilmore, Gilmore Girls revival. Uh, this is a big deal. So, Gilmore Girls fans are wondering, after Melissa McCarthy took a selfie over the weekend um, with the guy who played the hotel concierge in the original series... And uh, so she said, Scotch, great meal, and catching up with an old friend. Melissa McCarthy can't ask for more. So now that's sparking speculation, is she back? Netflix has uh, acquired the Gilmore Girls, and they're doing a, a revival season. And it was just announced. But McCarthy said that she was never asked to participate, which is crazy. Like, maybe they just thought she'd say no or she's what have you. She's too big or something. Yeah, exactly. That's her, you know, she's just gotten to be too big of a star. She wouldn't have time in her schedule. But everybody's like, dude, you got to have Melissa McCarthy. So hopefully this is maybe a sign that she will indeed be, uh, be joining know, I've cast. never seen it. I've never seen the Gilmore Girls. I thought I have, but I haven't. People who love it are like super fans. It'd be of weird it. if you did. <laughs> Would it? Okay, good. Not, you weren't in the wheelhouse. <laughs> no, you probably weren't. Uh, and it was and on that WB. The WB Remember? was that when they had the dancing frog? Yes, back when they oh, were the dancing my baby. frog. Yep. I loved that frog. Uh, so there's talk Sylvester Stallone spotted on the set of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. There is talk that Rocky is going to be uh, joining Rocket Raccoon. Uh, speculation that he is going to be in the sequel. It's hitting theaters May of next year. Okay. Stallone was seen leaving the Four Seasons Hotel in Atlanta on Friday with a copy of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 script in his hand, and then he was later spotted on the movie's nearby set. So, I mean, those two things put together leads you to believe that Sylvester Stallone is most likely going to be in it. So, I love that movie. That's one of those movies that I can sit down and if it, it's on, I'm watching it. Yes. It's I'm, so good. I really like it. It's so, yeah, it's really, I love the raccoon. I can't believe that's Bradley Cooper's voice. That was the fakest laugh ever. It's real. He's just so cute. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. Swim suit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.